Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. So who doesn't like to eat when they're hungry? I don't know about you, but I know I love to eat when I'm hungry, right? Who doesn't? Let me just give a personal shout out to the person who created the whole concept of fast food, right? I mean, what better way to service the need of being hungry than to be able to get some food on the go as quickly and as efficiently as possible? Of course, this whole idea of getting fast food, right? Getting it when you want it, how you want it, and the immediate convenience that it provides is just an awesome thing. So, of course, no one's going to complain about getting fast food as quickly as they like to get it, right? Hence the word fast food. The expectation there is, of course, that I'm going to pull up to this restaurant, go through the drive-through, because we all know what the setup of a fast food restaurant looks like, order what I want, and have it within a matter of minutes. Typically, that's what happens, right? But how does it usually go when you want some fast food, right? You're hungry. Let's not forget that I said at the beginning of this episode that who doesn't like to eat when they're hungry? So you're pulling up to this restaurant, this fast food restaurant, whichever one it is, take your pick, and you see that there's a line. What's like one of the first things that you probably say? I'm going to tell you what I say. I do not feel like sitting in this line. This is supposed to be a fast food restaurant. I'm supposed to be able to come here, get what I want when I want it in a reasonable amount of time and pull off. But what happens when that doesn't happen, right? When you have to sit and wait on it. And this is kind of what led me to some of what I want to talk about in today's podcast episode. And that's that question of what happens when you can't get what you want as quickly as you want it. And just kind of going back to just the overall idea of the fast food concept that I just gave you all a minute ago. At what point does fast food no longer become fast food? Who decides that it's no longer fast? What's the timeline or the time frame rather within which you feel like you should be getting your food in order for you to still feel like it's fast food? At what point do you start to get agitated because you pulled up to this restaurant expecting fast food and now you got to wait on it? Is it 10 minutes? Is it 15? Is it 20? Surely I probably would say most people will think that 30 minutes is absolutely too long to wait for what we believe is supposed to be fast food. But I just want you to hold on to that thought for a second about at what point does it no longer become fast food and now you're agitated because you're not getting what you expected when you expected to get it. So I've said a whole lot, right? And I started off this podcast episode a little different from how I usually start off other episodes because typically I'll start off by saying something along the lines of, you know, in my quiet contemplation and meditation with the Lord, this is what came to me. But today, you know, I figured I would just take a slightly different approach and just jump right into it. Obviously acknowledging that before I got on here and began to talk, I did spend that time with the Lord. So please rest assured that I just didn't get on here and just start rambling. I did give it some thought. So holding the idea of fast food, right? And at what point is fast food no longer considered fast food for your liking? I want to read this scripture to you. It comes from Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22, and I'm reading from the King James Version of the word. It says or reads rather as follows. A little one 
shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Amen. So let's just sit with that for a minute. I just want to think about this whole idea of fast food, right? The whole idea that was created in the natural world, right? The secular world, the everyday world that we live in, partake in of the idea of getting food when you want it in this minute time frame within which it's supposed to be prepared and given back to you. Now, of course, while the fast food concept clearly works in the arena of food service, it doesn't translate so well into the idea of being a believer and having relationship with God. But I sometimes wonder if we as believers try to apply that same fast food concept to how we interact with God, meaning I pull up, I ask God for something and I expect for him to do it when I say it needs to be done. I pull up, I tell God what I want, and I expect for him to deliver within a finite amount of time, right? Which brings me back to my question, at what point is fast food no longer considered fast food for you and you become agitated with the idea that you're having to wait longer than what you had originally intended when you came to the restaurant to begin with? Take that same question and let's transition it to relationship with God. At what point, applying that same fast food concept, do you believe that God is not delivered within the time frame that you thought he should? And so now you become either frustrated, agitated, disappointed, angry, rejected. Take your pick of emotions with the fact that you didn't get what you asked for when you thought you were going to get it and you find yourself having to wait for it. At what point do you transition into that state of saying, okay, God, this has been long enough, right? When does that happen for you? So holding on to that question that I just posed a minute ago, let's go back to the scripture that I read. And let me just start off before I kind of get into the point by just kind of reading the scripture again, which said, a little one shall become a thousand and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. In his time. I need you to remember that. So, Let's talk again about this whole idea of fast food with the understanding, clearly, that the fast food concept will never work with God. I just read the scripture. I just read the word that says, in his time. How does that ever line up or how would that ever line up with you coming and making a demand? And I'm not even going to say demand, making a request of God with the expectation that because you asked for it, he's supposed to deliver it like you pulling up to a drive through and ordering food. I think that sometimes we as believers get frustrated because we try to apply everyday secular ideas and concepts to our relationship with God when one was never intended to supplant the other, meaning one was never meant to be applied to the other. And clearly, the scripture that I read is just one example or reminder that God will move and he can do a swift thing. He can turn one into a thousand. He can make a small nation a great nation. God can do whatever he wants to do, however he chooses to do it. But understanding that whatever he chooses to do, he will do it in his time. And I know that I read and used the word hasten in the scripture, which to me means quickly, right? But please bear in mind that quickly to God, will probably never look like what we here envision quickly to be and to mean because God's concept and understanding of time is far above anything that we could ever understand or comprehend. God doesn't exist in the same time frame reference that we do. God exists above the time that we function in. And I think sometimes we can forget that 
and begin to believe that our expectation of God's response to us is always supposed to line up with how we perceive time to carry. Meaning a day is a day to us, so it should be a day to God. A year is exactly that, a year to us, so it should also be a year to God. In the process of us beginning to think that way, we can sometimes forget that God's concept of time, again, does not align with ours. And so 30 years for us might only be a day for God, might be even less than that, might be even an hour. And so I think if we can begin to work on the idea that when we ask something of God, we go to him with the expectation that he will answer, but more so also with the understanding that he's going to answer in his time and he will answer swiftly, but swiftly will be defined by how God chooses to define that, not us. Again, going back to the whole idea of the fast food concept when we're talking about relationship with God, the point that I really want to make here that I've already kind of stated in a lot of different ways is it just simply won't work. So I challenge you in your thought process, in your asking, in your writing out your vision, and you're spending time and contemplating on the things that you would desire of God, that you bear in mind when you're making these lists or you're creating these visions, that you understand that just because you ask for it doesn't mean that God has to respond immediately and doesn't always mean that he will. There may be moments where you get a quick answer, just like you drive up to the fast food restaurant and order your food, but there also may be moments where you don't and you have to wait. And it is in those moments that we just have to remember that God's timing is never ours. He will never move in the way that we think he should move. And I can almost guarantee you, there are times where God has told me something was going to happen and it happened almost kind of like I envisioned. And I stress the word kind of. And there are other times where it assuredly happened. Bear in mind, even when it happened kind of like I envisioned, it still happened. There are other times where it has happened and it looked nothing like I envisioned that it would in order to bring it about. I think with that, the end goal is just to remember that God answered the prayer. And so long as the prayer was answered, how he got you there is really not for you to worry about or to figure out, but just to trust that he got you there and to thank him for getting you there, right? So that was like the first point that I wanted to kind of bring to bear when we're talking about the whole idea of this fast food concept and wanting it now. When we go to God with asks, requests, or we just have, quite frankly, desires, right? We want it now. We don't want to wait on it. As I already mentioned, you know, the second point that I wanted to talk about was just in general, I kind of already spoke to it, the whole idea that God's concept of time looks nothing like ours, right? We can exist in a moment, but bear in mind that something can happen to us today. And I want you all to think about this and really spend some time there because I've had to go back to this myself and remember that. First of all, understanding that God's idea of time never looks like ours, right? He is above our understanding of time. He's above our understanding of time frames and the passage of time. So let's keep with that. Secondarily, I need also for you all to consider that even within our own understanding of what time looks like and how we choose to process time and the passing of time, we too, without realizing it, can also become captive to moments in time, which also affect the passage of time for us. So let me say that another way. If something happens to you that hurts you, offends you, bothers you, makes you upset, makes you angry, makes you disappointed, right? And it happens today. 
If you do not heal from that, if you do not move on from that, if you do not find a way with God's help to release whatever it is that happened to you and that now has affected you in whatever way that it did, you can be held captive to that moment forever, for the rest of your life. And so by that, I mean, you may be 10 years down the road still nursing something that happened 10 years previously because a part of you is still held captive to that moment in time. So not only is it important for us to understand that God's timing is above our timing, right? How he chooses maneuver is above our point and frame of reference. It's also important for us to understand that even within the realm of how we choose to define time itself and the passage of time, we too have to make sure that we are moving along at a rate that aligns with what God may be wanting us to do at a specific time and not allowing ourselves to be held captive to moments that have passed. Understanding that in this life itself, life is nothing but a series of moments brought together that form a chain of events that form what we call life. That is what life is, a series of moments. And if you are held captive to a moment that took place 10 years ago, how on earth can you enjoy the moment that you're in right now? And if we understand that time is swift, right? That life is nothing but a series of moments itself that are linked together that form and create what we call our life. Wouldn't you rather make sure that you are enjoying every single moment that is presented to you and allowed to you, even the ones that may be difficult for you to face? Wouldn't it make better sense to try to, with God's help, move past those moments, right? Because remember, God's timing is not our own. He is above the way we define time. And if we remember that, right, then we also have to understand that it would behoove us to do our absolute best to seek out his counsel where and when we can, but also work to make sure that we are aligned with his timing. And how can we do that if we are held captive to moments that hinder our ability to align with what he may be wanting us to do at a specific time? Because the thing that hinders us prevents our ability to be able to see or hear in a way that God would desire us to so that we can be in alignment with what he may be wanting us to do in his time. So as I close, we've been talking about the fast food concept. I've talked about how God's time is not our time and it behooves us to work to make sure that we are aligned with God's timing and not our own for things. And even more than that, we're just remembering in general that the whole idea of the fast food concept does not, will not ever apply to relationship with God. And that we have to make sure that we always work to keep that in its proper place. I like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. Remember, the pathway to your destiny is going to be wrought with twists, turns, and curves, right? But in those twists, turns, and curves, I need you to remember to trust the maneuvering God uses to get you there and allow Him to move you at His pace. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. 
Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.